You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Well, it is a joy to be back uh, with you all for, for this time and season. Um, and a joy for me to get to stand in front of the choir once again, because I always sound so good singing when they're behind me. So, <laughs> oh, well, let us pray. O wounded hands of Jesus, build in us thy new creation. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, a few years ago, my husband Scott and I were on a springtime hike in the Sealy Swan Mountains of Montana. It is a beautiful mountain area, and it was a beautiful day, predicted to be sunny all day long. But if any of you have ever spent much time in the West, you know that the weather can change quickly in the mountains. And that day, about midway through our hike, when we were well up that mountain, the temperatures plummeted and the sky lowered until we were walking almost blind through thick, cold fog. And then to add insult to injury, it started snowing. The world had disappeared, lost in swirling mists, and we could no longer see the way ahead. So we sat down on a log and pulled out our warming layers, ate a granola bar, and considered whether we should just wait for the fog to lift or press on. Well, it was too cold to just sit, so we decided to press on walking slowly, trusting that the path went on even though we couldn't see it, step by step. We walk by faith, not by sight. Paul's words resonated deeply with me that day in a very practical way. But they have long been an important touchstone for me during all of the time in my life's journey or in my ministry when things have taken an unexpected turn or plunged into the fog of uncertainty. His words serve to remind me that even if I don't see the path ahead, even if I don't know the whole plan, God does, because he created everything that is. And so all I have to do is hold on to Jesus and simply take the next step with him, trusting in the Lord's plans and provisions. And I think that part of the reason that these words of Paul are so powerful is because they were written from Paul's lived experience and they reflect his life and his journey with Jesus Christ. A journey that was walked in the love and the power of Christ, a journey to share the gospel, 
But it was a journey without a map, a journey that he could only take because he completely turned his life over to God's daily direction. I mean, think about Paul's life. He tells us that at the beginning, it was pretty certain and he was pretty self-assured. Unfortunately, though, that was when he was the hitman for the Pharisees. After that, God utterly upended his life on the road to Damascus. He was literally blind for a time having to trust in the mercy and care of the very people that he had been persecuting. And then he spent the rest of his life sharing the gospel, but always on the move, never sure what the day might bring, sailing on stormy seas, walking thousands of miles in all sorts of weather, on often dangerous roads. Sometimes he was thrown out of town. Sometimes he was adored. Sometimes he was persecuted and arrested. And eventually he was beheaded. He never knew what the day might hold. But every day he got up and he walked the path that the Lord had laid out for him that day. But Paul wasn't the first to live that life of faith, to walk by faith and not by sight. His words and journey echo those of Abraham and Moses. And I suspect that as Paul wrote those words, he remembered God's call to Abraham in Genesis 12 to... Go to a place that I will show you, and I'm not giving you any waypoints. Just follow me. Or Israel's journey after the exodus through the desert, where their only instruction was to follow God, who appeared as the pillar of smoke and fire day by day. They couldn't walk by sight because they didn't have a map. They didn't have any idea that they would be out there for 40 years. They had no clue what they might encounter on the way. They had to walk by faith because they couldn't walk by sight. They had to trust that God, the king of the universe, who holds all history and all life in the palm of his hand, would lead them safely to journey's end. And now it's our turn to walk the journey of faith. It is a wonderful call, and our destination is the kingdom of heaven. But it is not an easy journey because it is not easy to walk by faith and not by sight. Because we are worldly people, and our vision is often filled with all that the world throws at us. And sometimes all we can see 
are the fogs and the storms and the dangers. And it feels like we are about to be overwhelmed in darkness or drowned in fear and despair. But press on. God is with us. Sometimes on this journey through life, we are burdened with worries and with all of life's detritus that seems to weigh us down. Give it to the Lord and press on. Sometimes we're just frustrated that God doesn't give us the whole detailed map. And we chafe under his call to trust him and follow him day by day. Psalm 119 speaks about this. It says, Your word is a lantern to my feet and a light to my path. It's a verse about the journey of faith. And we often read it, and we want that light to be a giant spotlight that shows us five years out, ten years out. But here's the thing. When the psalmist wrote those words, he wasn't talking about a big electric spotlight. He was thinking about an Iron Age oil lamp a tiny pottery lamp that could fit in the palm of your hand that's filled with a couple tablespoons of olive oil with a slim linen wick. It is light in the darkness, but it is just enough light for the next step. And although we might kick against that, and still want the full picture, that little light is a gift from God because it keeps us from becoming too arrogant. When we think about it, when we know it all, or think we know it all, when we think we know what the future holds, when we think that we have human history figured out, we forget God. We think we no longer need God because we know everything. And we want it our way, not his way. And we worship our plans instead of the holy God. Which is why God so often only lights the path for today so that we can walk by faith in relationship with him instead of stumbling in our own pride. But whatever your struggles and uncertainties on the road of this pilgrimage of life, keep going. Because this journey with Jesus to God is the only journey worth making. It is the only one that truly gives life, a life that we often can't even imagine, let alone plan. It is the only journey whose destination is certain, even if the waypoints aren't clear. 
It is the only journey that leads to the Father's house in the kingdom of heaven. And it is the only journey whose way is Jesus Christ himself. There can be no surer path than that laid out by the creator of the universe. And there is no better guide than the Son of God who walked the way and opened the gates of heaven for us. And because of that, we have nothing ultimately to fear on this journey. And that is what Paul knew and why he could have such courage on his journey because he knew that Jesus had died to overcome sin and death and had risen to new life to open for us the gate to heaven and that he had made all things new. Nothing to fear. And he knew that Jesus would never forsake him nothing to fear. So Paul took each step, not with his eyes fixed on the world, but with the eyes of faith. And he walked on sharing the gospel day by day on the highways and byways that the Lord laid out for him day by day. And his preaching helped change the world. So if you're still worried about what your journey might hold, if you walk it in the Lord, remember this, remember history. Abraham made it to the promised land and became the father of a great nation, the ancestor of Jesus, through whom we are blessed. And yes, the Israelites wandered for 40 years. But in that time, they learned to trust in God and rely on his strength. And then they entered the promised land, crossing the River Jordan on dry land. And Paul's ministry helped spread the gospel to the ends of the earth and still gives us instruction and comfort today. None of them could have imagined those journeys, let alone planned them. Those types of journeys could only be the plans of God. And if they are the plans of God, nothing can stop them. So I don't know where each of you may be on your journey today, a mountaintop or a dark valley in the fog, But wherever you may be, remember that God has called you by name and you are his. Remember, he has already laid out the path for you. Even if you don't see it all yet, walk the part that he gives you today. And remember that he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. So this day, stand knowing that even if you don't see it, God is at work in the world and in your life, turning all things according to his purposes. So this day, walk on following Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life. And this day, rise in the light of Christ, 
who has created you as a new creation and walk on in the journey with him into the kingdom of God. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.